Yo, 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 this your boy Dizzy D. Spill. You are tuning in to the Notion Podcast. And um, it's just me today. I got a lot of great topics. I wanted to take the opportunity and turn it into a cleaning up the culture, but um, I could have made some good talking points, but I, I just wanted to talk about some of, excuse me, the... Um, the current events that's going on, that's something that the show has been highlighting a little bit more and then kind of intertwining it with some of the messages and information that we try to give. But I hope everybody's doing cool. Um, like I said, it's me, Dizzy D Spill. For those that are new, um, go ahead and like and subscribe and turn the notifications on um, at the bell. If you are tuning in on YouTube, if you are listening to us on Spotify, Podbean or uh, Apple uh, podcast, make sure you subscribe so you get all the notifications on when we're dropping new content and new episodes. We're on all platforms, um, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So what, whatever platform that you operate on, we're right there. We need to know. And we want, and we want feedback. We need those comment sections, uh, and filled up. We need those likes, um, being, uh, hit. So we hit the algorithm so that you see our content. So um, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to bring up is the young brother, Zion Williamson. Now, he's been under fire by everybody. Every content creator has been talking about him. Um, I believe Stephen A. Smith kind of went in on him. And uh, it's not looking good. Breakfast Club, everybody has their opinion on the brother. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little tough to, to watch. He's 22 years old. Um, he hasn't really had a consistent performance in the NBA in quite a while. Uh, injuries and uh, kind of uh, gaining some weight here and there. But for the most part, a phenomenal athlete, uh, especially prior to his NBA experience. So right now, what his uh, issue has been is he has a baby on the way by a young lady and another woman that he's been dealing with that's a adult star or adult performer for those that know what that means decided to come out speak out and um take some jabs at the celebration and make some accusations that she's the number one woman she's not going anywhere and all these women are thirsty it just looks really bad and <laughs> for me the thing that i can't stand about situations like this is putting the man out on front street. Now I've seen a lot of social media people and a lot of critics really go in on this guy. And I want to just say as a man that's in his thirties, that has a family and that's already lived through his twenties. I think we, especially as a culture, as African-American people, we do a disservice to our own speaking to, to the, to the African-American culture for a minute, we do a disservice to our own. Um, when we just start dragging our own, just because they're adults, whether you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I mean, I'll even, you know, reach out and say 25. Uh, I think we, we have this idea that they're supposed to have it figured out as far as decision-making without really understanding the background that these folks come from and the magnitude 
of their decisions that not everybody get to experience. So what I mean by that is um, being a millionaire or being close to a millionaire or just, I don't know, a thousandaire, somebody that's making six figures under the age of 25 is very rare. You're in a certain tax bracket. You're, you're pretty much living um, a comfortable or an affluent lifestyle. And we put this responsibility on these individuals because of their financial status and their celebrity. And without making any excuses for anybody when they make bad decisions, we're not also trying. We're not also giving any grace either. We're we're assuming that these individuals are aware and understand what's going on um, in their lives. We think that they're supposed to have things figured out. And in our culture, it's just like, you know, for for some of us that grew up in the 80s and 90s, a lot of us had parents that said, when you turn 18, you pretty much got to figure everything out. You pay your own bills, you pay your own way, you feed yourself. I mean, it, some families, they really put you out at 18. But for the most part, you're supposed to have it figured out even though you're restricted prior to 18 with all of these rules. And they think, you know, or they thought that those rules should have groomed you into a responsible person. They just, they just told you what you weren't going to do. There was no reward behind following those rules. There was only um, results, meaning if you follow the rules, you didn't get beat down or you didn't get punished. But when you have young men like this making these decisions, we have a tendency to drag them and, and laugh at them and ridicule them. And we don't really take this stuff seriously, but we're not looking at the fact that mental health is a problem. It, it's a, it's a huge problem. We don't know why he's making these decisions. We automatically think that when men, young men um, make a decision like this, that they're just being stupid or they're just being reckless, but you, when you listen to a lot of women that make these decisions, then you find out or you even give more grace and say there's daddy issues or they weren't raised right or they're looking for love in the wrong places when those could very well be the same reasons why a lot of these young men are making these decisions. And so I say that to kind of highlight, you know, the situation and to get people to understand that, hey, maybe we need to take a minute and show a little bit more compassion, empathy, and sympathy um, because we don't know the future for him and this young lady. Um, I just seen an article before uh, I started recording this episode that there might even be a third woman coming out saying that uh, she might be pregnant because, oh, by the way, um, the adult star, um, Mariah Mills, I think, uh, is claiming that... Uh, Allegedly, she missed her cycle and it might be her uh, uh, his baby. And it just for the most part, I think all these women are African-American. This is African-American athlete who's influential to somebody out there. And it's just this is the, the type of chaos that people love to highlight about our culture, our athletes and entertainers. But in the same breath, we also need to carry ourselves better and make better decisions. So, you know, um, uh, I, I wish brother best, but it, it it's definitely a circus and it's a circus that um, he, he bought a ticket to. But I think that we need to make better decisions. I, I and 
same topic. I hear people having a conversation about Shaquille O'Neal and the Brittany Renner thing. And now they're kind of associating that with Zion as far as in celebrities and black celebrities and the decisions they're making and dealing with 304s. I think um, this is, I guess this is good content to put out if you're trying to get clicks and views. But I think the, the, the deeper issue to me is that we're not paying attention to how this is affecting generations behind them. These individuals like Zion that are making these decisions now, the, he was influenced by something or someone that he grew up watching and, and, um, wanting to indulge in and there was nobody there to show him the other side of that maybe or there was no other options to show him what's better than what he probably desired is what we need to look at um i know people have a job to do as part as part of uh, journalism and news but there's also people that have a job to do as far as in trying to guide these young men in the right direction and i do think that i've seen the conversation that young men are under or, or that black men, I'm sorry, black men are under attack. And uh, I've watched some Manosphere videos, black Manosphere videos. But I personally think that um, in this case, athletes, I think a lot of young athletes um, and that's in general. But if I want to be specific, a lot of young black black athletes, I wouldn't say are under attack, but you guys are definitely under the microscope and are, and are definitely being investigated by people that you don't want to be investigated by. When you look at a lot of the young basketball players, they're getting a lot of women knocked up that are much older than them. These guys are 20. 22 years old, these women are 30, 32 years old, conveniently. get. I mean, that's a huge age gap. If you flip it the other way around, that dude is getting dragged, especially with the fact that everybody has uh, a say so in the conversation on social media. So um, the the immediate response to that would be, well, where are their parents or who's guiding them? And, and that's those are good questions. But, you know, to the young men out there that are doing something with yourself, whether you're famous or not, but you, you know, you're, you're living comfortably, but especially to the affluent, um, the athletes, the entertainers, you guys really, really need to keep your head on a swivel and really pay attention to why a lot of these women are there, especially these older ones. Why are they picking you? Why are they allowing that to happen? You know, I, um, <laughs> I, I was on a clubhouse app a couple days ago and then I'm going I'm to I'm switch off of this topic. I was on a clubhouse app, app a few days ago and uh, I chimed in in a conversation and somebody kept poking at me like, hey, you're going to come on stage. You know, you need to say something. And at the time, my my background was loud. That's why I didn't say anything. And so finally, I came off my mic because one of the moderators made a point and she said that men um have terrible standards, they'll sleep with anything and women have better standards and they will wait. Um, as far as standards goes, they'll wait until they get what they want. But men, they just settle. That's why they'll be in bad marriages and all this other stuff. And I chimed in and I said, I'm sorry, that's not true. I said, it seems like that you, you have this perception when you generalize men versus a different percent uh, versus the perception you have when you generalize women. And, um, I could tell she was getting hot under the collar and accusing me of getting hot under the collar. But 
the the example that I gave, and it was like it was interesting because several people or majority of the people in the room didn't understand my point, and I felt like it's because they were listening to respond instead of listening to understand. Um, I said, uh, if that's the case, then explain um, Nick Cannon's situation with all of these these women that he had kids by, and everybody, oh my God, Nick Cannon is a he's a terrible example. He's rich. He's this. I said, no, 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 you're not hearing me out. It's not about Nick Cannon. It's about the women that chose to have children with Nick Cannon. No, that's what they wanted to do. And this, that, and the other. And I said, no, 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 listen, if women have better standards than men, since we're speaking in general, then why would so many women follow behind each other or at the same time, have a child with this one man if that's not going to be beneficial to her and the child versus getting with somebody that will be able to 100% support her and the child and only deal with her and their child. No, that's not a good point. And I'm just like, you guys are missing a point. You guys are looking at the celebrity and, 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 and the, uh, the, the news about it. But the point that I'm making in bringing up Nick Cannon and the women is that in this day and age, you have a lot of women. And for the most part, I guess a lot of people could agree that these women are visually appealing, doing whatever it takes to, and I say this with air quotes, secure the bag. So you men that are working hard on your careers and making money, you better take your time, wrap it up if you can't handle and control yourself. And if you do decide to have kids, you might want to consider marrying somebody and marrying somebody that you could probably trust. Because your intentions and your agenda is nine times out of 10 going to be different than the woman's agenda and intentions that you're dealing with. I guarantee it. The stats show it. Social media is showing it. Um, all these different scenarios are showing it. So I'm just saying I'm, I'm a drink to that. <laughs> I'm a drink to that. I'm just saying pay attention, young men. I'm going to interview one of my, um, one of my close brothers who has been successful. I'm going to interview a few of my close brothers, actually, my, my, my successful brothers off mic in private and ask their opinions on some of the things, opportunities they've dealt with and some of the scenarios that they've been in. And I'm going to do a podcast about it because I think this is a conversation that's important. I think that these young men are making life changing decisions and they think that and they believe maybe that their money will help them and take care of them. And they don't understand that money only solves money problem problems. I'm sorry. Money only solves money problems, brother. So be careful who you have money problems with. All right. Because that's one thing, but they can bring you a whole lot of other problems too. So I'm just, just throwing that out there. Um, so I'm gonna drink to that. Um, I wanted to take a minute and talk about a DC young flies, um, uh, um, girlfriend, 
and the mother of his children, Miss Jackie O. I wanted to give my condolences to him and his family and to her friends and family. Uh, that was a tragic situation that happened. Um, I, I, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, I mean, I can imagine, I can understand to a certain degree what his children are going through being, um, somebody that lost their father at a very young age myself, um, with them, they lost their mother. Um, so I wanted to give my condolences to you, brother, and your friends and family. Um, I watched, um, some clips of his dedication and some words that he shared at, um, at her funeral and I have to say I was impressed and um, commended. I want to commend him um, on how he how he's handling it. I know behind closed doors could be sometimes different than how we handle things in public. But I, I think that that brother is definitely has some wisdom to him and uh, definitely know that he def he has a, a relationship with God. So shout out to D.C. Young Fly. Um, I also wanted to take a small minute because we don't want to waste too much time on ignorance. Um, Azalea Banks is a moron. And for those that know, you know what I'm talking about. She's a moron. So moving on. Um, oh, got my topic list right here. Uh, <laughs> yo, last episode. When I was here with the fellas, we talked about the DJ Envy, Rick Ross. um gunplay triangle beef situation and i'm gonna keep a g i was definitely on gunplay side as far as the gofundme situation with you know his daughter and everything like that i just i don't think you play with family i i just you know we can cut these cameras off and all of that and, and we can really we can really get busy if that's how you feeling when it come to me and mine um, and I think social media has just taken away the respect that we're supposed to have for mothers and fathers and, and, and grandparents and children and wives and mother of mothers of children. And I, 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 I get sick to my stomach with the games that are being played on social media when it comes to family. I will say that. I don't care if it was DJ Envy. I don't care if it was DJ Jealousy or whoever. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. And, and I know, you know, there's this society that we want to push that we shouldn't put our hands on people, you know, just for words. Well, tell that to emotions. Because we cannot all control our emotions. And sometimes our emotions jump in your ear and say, yeah, swing on him, swing on her because, uh, -uh. um, definitely not promoting violence. I'm just telling you what happens from time to time. And, um, I really was understanding where he was coming from. Just like I was understanding where DJ Envy was coming from when he felt like Rick Ross was going too far, which was a little confusing because it was like, well, if you didn't like Rick Ross saying, well, why would you, but, that's not what I wanted to get into. There was a video circulating and I was just, I had so many questions. I was just like, what is going on? What am I watching? I don't know who was recording the video, why they was recording it and why Rick Ross is in the bed. It looks like he's chilling, you know, like, I guess this was supposed to be some boss stuff. And he was laying in the bed and gunplay comes over with this chain. And he's like, I appreciate everything that you do. And I mean, I guess it was a Kodak moment, but 
the comment sections of all of these um, different pages that were posting this video that was circulating is what made me have a conversation about it because people were saying, yo, if you are having, I don't want to even say financial woes, but if you're having a GoFundMe, you know, for whatever it is that you're doing, but you give somebody a chain, well, what are we doing this for? And again, this these aren't my words. These are the commenters. And I don't know if these are donators, but it was a very good question. So I, I was curious to see what was going to come out of that. I really was because I was even confused. Like, you know, is this an old video? Is this a new video? Is the chain real? Is the chain uh fake it was was it a publicity stunt there's so many things that happen on a day-to-day basis so i don't know why you know my nose is itching i apologize but i don't know what happened i don't know if it's a fragrance i'm wearing right now that got me tripping my nose is itching um so yeah i thought that was a little interesting um especially with the timing of everything that's going on so maybe more will come from that but you know that was basically um yeah that was basically to get down Okay, so another thing I wanted to bring up was the article. I, I, I read an article. I also seen a couple videos on it. The beef that 50 Cent is having um, with stars. And this is one of those things. I know black entertainers have dealt with this for a while, but I know all entertainers deal with this to a certain degree. And that's why they make certain career decisions later. But apparently... Um, 50 Cent was only getting paid $17,000 an episode that he appeared in for power, which I'm not even going to hold you. I'll take it, but that's probably extremely low for what 50's value is. So I get it. Um, So I'm really curious to see because it seems like over the past year or so, there's just been this ongoing battle, this ongoing beef with, um, with, with stars and stars network. And, um, but yeah, those were some very uh, troubling numbers. And when you look at how popular the show is and all the work he's put into it, just not even just acting and producing, but also just the promoting and even the little beefs he would start with Empire and stuff like that, just to bring the ratings and the publicity up, um, I thought was was pretty interesting. And when I seen the 17,000, I was like, yo, I'll, I'll take that. You know, I'll, I'll shoot. I'll, I'll play Kanan or, 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 you know, uh, I'll play Kanan's cousin Kenyon. I don't know. Like 17,000 ain't bad. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, but when you 50 and you worth something, you worth something more than that well, for what you do. I, I, I definitely get it. Seeing that. I think I just seen Angela Bassett gets paid for the show that she's on. Um, like 400,000 an episode. So yeah, I'd be pretty heated too. I would be pretty heated too cuz Power is a pretty uh a pretty popular show. So, yeah, I thought that was crazy. Um what I wanted to um touch on that is this is why independence is so important. Um this is why getting your own networks, getting your own shows, 
um, raising your own capital, your own money is so important because a lot of these folks don't appreciate your value. They don't appreciate your creativity. A lot of times when they do offer you a price for what you do, um, it's nowhere near what you're worth. Uh, one Master P was one of the first people that I seen, um, especially when I went back and looked at documentaries that really showed us, um, yo, you you're worth a lot more than what they offer you, you know, with people trying to sign him when he was coming up and he decided to go independent. I mean, you look at the situation with Ice Cube, um, the real one of the reasons if you look at all the interviews, a lot of the reasons why you don't see more Friday movies and why you probably won't see one now that keep key players in that movie are, are have now passed on um, is because New Line owns the rights. Ice Cube does not own the rights to those movies. And of course, when he started doing the movie, he, he didn't know that it was going to blow up. They had I think they had like a shooting day of like 30, 30 day, 30 to 60 days or something like that. Small budget. A lot of big name actors was getting a couple thousand a movie. So they didn't know what they were sitting on. There was this that was just raw art and talent. And it turned into being one of the greatest black movies in the culture as far as comedies. So um, it's, a, it's a hood classic for sure. So. um just seeing when, when when I see these interviews, when I see these celebrities, these artists, these actors, and you see what they're getting paid and you're like, wow, they're, they're so talented. They deserve so much more. It's just a reminder again of why we need to do so much on our own. And when I say we, I don't care if we're talking about the black community. I don't care if you're just talking about your own circle of you and your friends. We we are living in a time where you can literally be your own anything. You just have to make sure that you're in demand. So, you know, 50, 50's situation is another example. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to get busy and make some things happen, seeing that he's building this crazy studio you know, it's crazy filming studio. That's dope. I can't wait to see the the final out outcome of that. But you know, this is another reminder of why we need our own. You know what I'm saying? Why, you know, you, you know, independence is not a terrible idea. Um, more news. Alex Stein, a, a content creator, was harassing Brittany Griner at the airport in Texas. Yo, <laughs> Let me tell you, like what social media has done, it has not just social media, but the fact that the public's initial response along with social media is to pull your phone out so you can be the first one to post it or so you can be the person to say I was there and this is proof. I remember Jelani saying on a past episode, you know, if if you don't post it, it never happened. This era that we live in is difficult for me to um, accept at times. You know, me being in my 30s, um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. And, you know, for you younger people and people that are younger than those younger people, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Um, I come from the punched in your mouth era where when you play with people, you get you get socked in the mouth. Straight up. When you do, you know, I know we live in a sensitive time where it's, you know, that's assault and my feelings and my truth. And I don't I'm going to be honest, I'm not that I'm not going to convert to that. I'm not going to be on that. This probably really going to piss you off. Not teaching my kids that. 
because I don't come from that. That that talk of we're cut from a different cloth. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think that a lot of people like me in my generation, I don't even think it's about being cut from the same cloth anymore. I think we were just made in a different factory, different material. We're not even called the same thing. We might be cut from a different cloth from a different factory. Y'all might be a different factory called a different neck. Cause I just don't understand how y'all think that's okay. See, there's this thing where it's like, just because you can do it as far as ability doesn't mean it's okay. I seen a quote. I'm not even going to share that quote. I ain't going to share that quote because that's too much game for y'all sometimes. But my question is this. When y'all go out and y'all do these dumb things, I and, and, and I see the TMZs do this stuff sometimes. They'll stick a mic and a camera in somebody's face and ask them questions as if they really want to answer that question. And it's usually at the airport while they're waiting on a ride or whatever the case it is. Is that effective? I mean, I know you're doing your part. You're getting your ratings and your content and your likes and your views. Like, how effective is this? So this dude, and I and I really do respect how the WNBA is handling it because they're standing behind her. But this dude turned the camera on, and it was so bad that his boy was like, nah, stop, get out of here, let's go. We got to go, get out of here, let's go. Um, Was asking her, like, do you still, like, hate America and all this other stuff? Like, he's just really pissed that, She's back home. And my thing is like, I'm sorry, bro, but I don't really think it's about that. I'm going to go the race route, bro. I just feel like it's about that. Or it might even be what she identifies with as far as in her personal life. I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, this American conversation that you're trying to push, bro. Because there's so many people that are not famous that feel that way. And you're not attacking them. You're not turning your phone on. So we definitely know you're trying to get clicks and, and likes and views. It was just a stupid situation, man. And I was unfortunate for that woman. I, <laughs> yo, you you getting in her face and you harassing that woman like that. You ain't did no you ain't did no Russian prison time. She done dealt with, with something that you'll never deal with or never understand. And you think that. I don't know. That that just was trash to me. That was real trash to me. And, you know, I, I feel I feel a way about it. You know, it just people just really feeling like their social media presence or being on social media is powerful. It's like you could not come up in the time I came up in. I my generation was at the beginning of all this. That's what a lot of people don't know. People be thinking, I guess we're the new old. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. If we the new old, you're the dumb young. And I'm not saying all young people are dumb because you guys are very, very intelligent and you guys are taking advantage of a lot of great opportunities. If if we're the new old, y'all are the dumb young because some of you guys like this idiot right here, it's like, and, and when I say young, I mean mentally too. Because some people can be a certain age and up here, they're still very immature. My thing is, is it's like, you don't understand. We were at the beginning of all of this. So we understand what's going on. We know that you feel empowered because of social media. Look, it's on camera. If you do anything, I'm recording. (laughs) All right. I see I see I see a shift in the tide with a lot of conversations because 
this whole sensitive thing and this whole, you know, I just, this is how I feel people thinking that they, the, their feelings are the truth in a, in a debate. I see a shift in the tide. Just, you, you heard it from here. I'm not saying you heard it first, but you also heard it from here. Um, I also wanted to touch up on the math Hoffa conversation with um, Van Lathan. And it was a, and the interview was very long. Um, I don't always watch Matt Hoffa, Matt Hoffa, <laughs> Math Hoffa's podcast. Um, but when I do, I, I do enjoy it. I definitely liked uh, Math Hoffa as a uh, battle rapper. Dudes came a long way. He's an OG battle rapper. Um, to me, as far as when I used to watch it. Um, but there was a great debate, great conversation between them two, as far as in how we as a culture um, idolize and kind of pedestalize people like the Jay-Z's and the Barack Obama's, the famous, you know, um, people. And uh, Van Lathan was basically explaining like, yo, that's cool that they did that. But, you know, there's a lot of blue collar people out there. There's a lot of people, everyday working people, you know, to a certain degree, those are the real heroes and stuff like that. And I do agree with that. I do think that blue collar workers, um, everyday working men and women don't get enough um, appreciation. I think unless you're in the media, that's when you get the appreciation that you deserve. And even in that scenario, like when things was really going crazy with uh, the pandemic, they grouped all of these people as essential. And I say that with air quotes, essential workers. And still there's not like this, uh, there's not like this great respect that they got after it, you know, bus drivers, you know, warehouse workers, people that work at McDonald's, construction workers, tow truck drivers, like police officers, firefighters, the medical field. Man, salute to y'all. Both my babies, COVID babies. Um, I just think that he's on to something. And he's on to something that has been a conversation for a long time. I don't think we should talk about these individuals less. I just think we need to bring the conversation of what others are doing on a day-to-day basis on the same level. Because we've, as a culture, decided without ever meeting up on it, just following each other, the blind leading the blind, we've decided that your, your social status and that your financial status gives you a status. That's crazy to me. That is the craziest thing to me. And then when these these same people make mistakes that the people on the lower level make, we want to drag them lower than them. That's crazy, too. They're, they're human. When a celebrity celebrities cheat, so do regular people. Why do they get dragged? Because they're on TV. Because they influenced people. The, these people make bad decisions too. So I do think that we need to balance the scales. I do think that we need to take our hats off and, and encourage people. But I do think that 
the young generations, you know, they're going to get influenced. There's so many ways to get to your children now. And it sucks. It used to be TV. You know, your grandparents and your parents, that television is the problem with that kid. That MTV, that BET, this music videos, it's that rap music. And to a certain degree, they were right at times. But now it's social media, it's TikTok, it's YouTube, it's Twitch, it's all of these different outlets that are giving you different outcomes. Now, I will say that it's good to have people that influence you to do better, which a lot of times are entertainers, celebrities. But I also believe that... um, we have to encourage people that there's more out there. That there's things that you can do to have a meaningful, purposeful life, a fruitful life that don't require fame and entertainment. You know, um, it's cool that rappers and, and polit- you know black politicians that we're seeing for in positions for the first time ever are doing the things that they're doing and saying the things that they're saying. But I'll say some things that a lot of people are not promoting enough. Real estate, you, you can make a lot of money and you can actually make a big difference in your community in your community with real estate. You know, you and three of your other friends decided to go get your real estate license or want you or your group of your friends. One of you wants to be the the realtor. One of you wants to be the broker. Um, and, and so in in a, a lawyer and a, um, what's the other one? A, a notary. You guys can be a, 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 a massive team to go out there and say, all right, we're going to do what we can to, to go to these communities and teach our community that they can buy houses, that they can get an FHA loan and that and you will make a decent amount of money. And you are also contributing to your community. You don't have to do it through a microphone or with a basketball or football. You know. Real estate is is dope. Growing your own food, food. If food go out of business, we all out of business. And you know what I mean when I say that. Get in the food industry. Poe, um, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'll be waiting for Poe to really, really, really take a take the gloves off and really show the world how he gets down. But go look at his story. This man is literally feeding his children out of his backyard. I think that's dope. That's a lucrative business. And then I showed him a video, um, off mic um, of this lady recycling um, the leftovers from a pineapple to create um, material for shoes. You know, that's that's still farming. That's still agriculture. You can make a lot of money in agriculture. So uh, those are things that are not popular. They don't make you famous, but (laughs) you'll definitely be comfortable and wealthy and you'll definitely make a difference in your community. So I definitely understand what Van Lathan was saying. I understand what Math Hoffa was trying to say, too. He was definitely holding it down from a hip hop end. But I'm definitely a a child of hip hop. I'm an artist myself. But I wonder at times if I was influenced by other things, if I would be a child of hip hop or if I would just be a fan of it. I'm both. But I wonder if I would just be a fan of hip hop and be somewhere else doing something great that would be more effective in my community, which is what I'm trying to do now. But maybe at a younger age and maybe more results would have manifest by now. Just 
things to throw out there. We got to we got to give our kids more healthier distractions than look at this person that they made it that's on TV. We got to be able to introduce our children to people that made it instead of pointing at a TV and, and putting a book in their hands is my point. And that's why I rocked with Van Lathan's point. So that's my take on it. Um, uh, I got one more thing in here. What else I got in here? Oh, um, there was a conversation I was having with some some people of mine off mic. And it was about and it, it might even turn into a full topic. You know, we'll we'll see. You guys can leave comments and, and, and see what see what you guys I'll see what you guys think and see how you guys feel. Um, the question is, is can you still remain friends? And I'll, I'll, this will be my question in closing. And I'll say my little my little piece on it. And maybe you might come back to it later. Can you still remain friends with someone or people that are not growing and elevating um, with you? And it doesn't mean that they have to be like, all right, I moved up at my job. And we all work together and you're not moving up. I don't mean like that. I mean, you guys are three homeboys and say you guys are, I don't know, this is a scenario. You guys are fresh out of high school. and You guys are just working and having fun and partying and drinking and and you're working. You're doing your responsibilities, paying your bills. But then that one homeboy out of the three decides, you know what? I want to party less and I want to start taking care of my body and watching what I put in my body. And I think I want to settle down with somebody and maybe start dating and think I want to start traveling, seeing uh, more reasons to appreciate this planet. And I don't know, maybe I want to start reading more and, you know, can you still remain friends with the two friends that are not on that type of time? I think yes, for a certain amount of time, but I think eventually if they're not growing, they don't have to do the same thing that you're doing. But if they're not growing in their own way, like, yeah, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think Tony is right. Yeah, I think, you know, you see what he's doing. You know, I think, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm a party a little less, man. I think I'm going to just golf. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to do the drinking too much. I think I'm going to do it, pick up golf. And, you know, I think I might start coaching the uh, elementary school down the street. They're always looking for a new football coach. And, you know, I do think that you can remain friends for a short period of time, but I think it, it, that friendship is going to turn into cordial just from my own personal experiences. Um, a lot of times that happens just off of turning into parents. I've seen people turn into a parent and completely disappear. And I understand that I've seen people. Um, I've also seen people turn into parents and a lot of people distance them distance themselves from that person because they don't agree with the way that they're parenting or not parenting. Um, so the point is, is I think if you're not growing, I'll say this and you know, I might touch up on it more if it becomes something that people want to hear us talk about. I think that if you and your friends are not growing in a more positive and productive direction regardless of what decisions you guys make, yeah, it's not going to work. Just like a relationship, like a dating relationship. My opinion. But you let me know what you think. You let me know what you think in the, uh, in the comment section. You let me know what you think. Um, just in general. So yeah, let that marinate on your mind. 
Um, I know I unloaded a lot of conversations, a lot of topics, but I would definitely like to know. We would like to know. The Notion Podcast would like to know. What are your thoughts about all of these scenarios? You know, Zion, uh, Brittany Griner's situation, everything that I talked about, even the situation about, you know, your friends growing with you is what I pretty much closed with. But um, thank you for listening and tuning in to the Notion Podcast. This is your boy, your host, Dizzy D. Spill. Please like, subscribe, turn the notifications on at the bell on the YouTube. However you are tuning in, you got to subscribe, you got to turn the notifications on or you're not going to see the content. Until next time, peace. Get out of here.